0: We'll see how this goes. Let's see if we can get the lovely, the one and the only, the Paxton Dickerson.
1: Guaranteed that I have already visited.
0: Been... Yo, Paxton Dickerson,
1: what are you doing, my divine troublemaker? You know, you know it. I'm just fucking off, being a ruggish. I've been hearing some of questions.
0: I've been mean, you've been you've been hitting it. You've been burning it. What has your side of the country been up to?
1: Oh, man, we're just out here, drastic weather changes and being silly and, you know, good shit. Um, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful.
0: I, I hear some, I hear some. Very these guys bad. are
1: asking me, these, these guys are asking me what dimension I'm from. Uh, <laughs> did my best to answer. Uh, right now we're on the whole topic of uh, whether I visit them in their sleep. I mean,
0: well, I don't think you can. Can 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 you confess to that on live? Is that is that something we do? I feel like I,
1: I kind of did, I guess. No, <gasps> I don't. Naughty, naughty, Paxton. Never. I will not tell a lie.
0: No, I know. I heard. I heard what sounded to be like questions towards one's identity, and I'm like, "Are you? You're questioning the guidance counselor to the divine? What right. is it? This is a, this is a a very interesting question. I thought. I think your responses are 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 specifically vague, cryptically hidden for those with ears to hear and eyes to see as it goes.
1: Right. Uh, A lot of people get mad at me for being vague, and I think it's it's not necessarily purposely vague, more as it's some of the things don't really have answers. It's kind of like, what does red taste like? Well, you know, if I'm going to answer that question, it's going to be a little... Little vague. Or you can dismiss my answer.
0: <laughs> Fair. Well, Cause... I'll be honest, you do a very good job, right? Any 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 good teacher knows you can't give them the answer. You must guide them to the answer. And I think that's that's, that's your content in general is very is very, very good at that.
1: Indeed. Now, yo, let's do a shout out real quick. Yo. Hippie Hippie has a, a podcast, and I'm gonna let him plug it while I go get a, a LaCroix. But um I've been on it. I'm supposed to be on it, but I fucked off and mixed up the days, and I haven't gotten back on it yet, but we will make it happen. But um, this will be a little, you know, in term until then, but please plug it, because hey. this man, follow this man. Bless you, bless you, bless you, Faxon. that was incredibly kind of you,
0: incredibly kind of you. No, we do, we have a podcast, a podcast where we rant and go through all of the rambles, all of the things. In particular, we, we like to focus on magical education, uh, not just magic, spiritual education, life, co- life coaching, self-improvement as it is. Hippie Queen Productions and Baxton Dickerson, you, you are a member. You, you have been upon the podcast. You've entered into the, the, the dangerous, the smoky lounge of iniquity as it is and come out. I'm not going to say unscathed. I'm going to be honest. I think I, I, think, I think I came out with a mark. I was unexpected. I was like, oh, shit. He was sitting in here before I. There was there was so much so much to learn and so much that I got to learn from being able to talk talk with you. It was great. I'll tell you what, I got a question for really you cool. in this particular in this particular rounds delving into similar to what I wanted to I wanted to interview you about for for the podcast, and that had to do with right. spiritual defense. Now, a lot of your audience has to, are seeking curious souls who've got a lot of questions, who really want to start changing their world. Right. When we do that, we start changing things. There are some necessary hard hats, necessary precautions that we need to take in order to, to really you know, to wrap it up the way we're supposed to. That way we ain't got no unnecessary babies chasing us. Right. How and what is the first step that we should do whenever we're guarding our thoughts, right? Not, we're not worried about complicated magic, but just, just our thoughts. How do we, what's the first step we can do to defend against that?
1: Okay, that, that wow. All right, that's a great question. And a great intro, and uh, excuse me for my viewers uh, and any of your viewers. You can tell my man is versed because of the way he phrased the question, because he knew very well as soon as he said that ha, my mind went to high magic and I was about to start talking about sigils and wards and fucking guardians and guides, but. Sit me the fuck down. All right, yeah. So literally, <laughs> so yes, the basic, how do you guard your thoughts? And I think some of that is, how do I guard my thoughts while still having new ones and being able to learn new ones? Because you don't want to guard your thoughts to a point where you're a closed system. Absolutely. Because that's no fucking right. That's no good. Mm-hmm. And for the people that are still on my live, um. this will kind of blend into the idea when they ask me where do thoughts come from uh, that there is one thought, the all so when you're saying guard your thoughts, you're really saying how do I make sure that I type in something in that Google search and don't get something else, because what we're doing is we're downloading thoughts Yes. okay, so being allegoric how do you put the child lock on the Google search, and you don't type in fucking uh, cream pie, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're looking up how to make cream pies with your daughters, and all of a sudden, some fucking crazy <clears throat> Pornhub shit comes up. Yeah. So, oops, oh shit, delete, 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 delete. So number one is you guard your thoughts by deleting that Google search bar and making sure. That whatever you search isn't being compounded on a prefix of some other shit that was already there. Okay. So you want to clear your thoughts. Make sure your thoughts are pure intentionally. You don't want any of
0: that suggested search history coming up. Fresh, fresh, fresh bar, fresh window.
1: Fresh thought, right? So first, clean it. Shave that bad boy. Make Get rid of all that shit, right? Mm-hmm. Then, you want to uh, choose your thoughts. So, let's see. I got 37 people. I don't know how many people you got. But uh, everyone close your eyes. Now, whatever you do, don't think about a pink elephant. Shit. Right. Right. Because right now, everybody's thinking about a fucking pink elephant. Why? Because I said it. So you can't go, don't think about a pink elephant. Don't think about a pink elephant. Don't think about a pink elephant. Because every time you say don't, you're typing in pink elephant. Pink elephant. Pink elephant. So another way to guard your thoughts is to choose your thoughts. So you're not going to choose what you don't think about. You're going to choose what you do think about. Right, looking you for the
0: answer, not focusing on
1: the question. Right. So that's another thing. But that's all, uh, and that's going to bleed into the magic, where magic is to exert your will. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You are the one controlling this thing. <clears throat> Everyone who says, oh, my God, I opened the door to the demons and I'm being haunted by the dead dog and the ghost of my grandmother, it's because you let that happen.
0: You brought that, called that.
1: You brought that, you know. Okay, so let's let's rev this up to notch eight
0: then, for magical practitioners. Let's rev this up to notch eight. Let's talk about those who they're not here as an as a beginner. They're here as an expert. They're here as a, a master. They're here as a, as a proficient practitioner. How yes. do I in, in these compli- in these complex thoughts where I am surveying cosmological uh, balance yeah. orientation and where where it, I mean this is high right. When I'm engaging in this, what am I protecting myself from? And how am I going to protect myself?
1: So when I first started, I was working with certain entities. And what you have to understand is these energies aren't necessarily bad. Mm -hmm. But they are energies. right? Entities, energies. So it's kind of like, how do you start a fire without starting a forest fire? How do I re uh how do I uh rewire the electricity in my house without shocking myself? How do I take a swim without drowning? So you want to indulge with these energies, but not be overwhelmed by them or have them out of control. Right. And it's not necessarily, I don't say controlling them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't believe in Uh, uh, you know, Solomon Seal control energies that I believe more working with them. How do I work with them, not to my detriment? Harmony over authority, as it is. Very well put. Did you guys hear that? Harmony over authority. How am I congruent with them and harmonized by with them, but not uh, moderate chaos? Exactly. So, how do I do that? Well, learn to swim before you jump in the pool. Learn the rules of electricity before you, you know, be an electrician. Don't be that fuckhead, you know, wandering around in a wet basement with wires in his hands. Uh, so, all right, I get it. Fuck the analogy. So for the high practitioner, know the entity you're working with. Study okay. them. All right? If uh, am I'm am I inviting hippie over to my house... You know, and I know very well he's allergic to fucking, well, you know, so you're going to, you know, now I'm not going to rearrange my fucking furniture for him. You know what I mean? Right. And, and if it's too much, well, then obviously he's a person I don't want in my house.
0: He becomes outside of do Not just
1: because I don't like him, but because literally, look, you know, if if you're, I don't know, so big that you can't fit through my door, well, then I'll say let's meet in the park because it's, it's not going to work. That's really If my kids... You know, if I you know, if you don't like kids, well, I got kids, so you can't come over when they're there or, you know, if you're allergic to smoke, I'm probably going to end up smoking. So maybe so you want to know these entities. It's not because they're wrong or you're wrong. It's just see if you're even congruent.
0: Okay, so when we're talking about knowing these entities, these energies, which, yeah, that advanced practitioner, there's many of them. You know, they, this is multitudes of energies, infinite amounts of them being balanced by a conscious functioning engine. How do I begin to engage and to begin a relationship with an energy that is maybe at times diametrically opposed to my my resting vibration? Okay,
1: um, seek them out. Um, in an actual ritual, I will invite them. Okay. And sometimes they don't come. Sometimes, uh, you know, I've gotten a little sign that they're there, but, you know, it's not just a thorough engagement. And I've walked away going, yo, we just sat down and had a combo. You know what I mean? Like, they put some fucking shit into my head. Matter of fact, some of the videos that you've watched, that you guys have watched on my TikTok, have come directly from these works. Not necessarily recently, but they've literally cut. Come- yeah. You know what I mean? It's a fact. It's a thing. It's a myth. It's it's,
0: God, especially when it comes to you know. Sorry. Now let's let's in in a slightly more um, in, not imaginative but evocative of our audience's imagination. Welcome, Harper. Correct. Thank you for joining the conversation. How would you describe some of the more? Um, I'm not gonna say violent, but I'm gonna say dramatic or theatrical experiences you have had with an energy that did not want to harmonize or was in a position where when it showed up it expected
1: you to move versus I've worked with Pan since I was young and Pan uh, if you're unfamiliar with Pan uh, you know a lot of things come along with him he's very feral in nature Uh, Pan uh, spawned the name Pandemonium Panic so he definitely has that part of him Uh, He's very... uh, He's one of the fertile gods, so he's definitely sexual. Um,
0: I'm starting to draw some similarities here. He's
1: sexy. He's just like, you know, that energy. Masculine energy. And um, so when I worked with him, you know, it wasn't a slow build. It was... And I'm not blaming anything on this, but needless to say um i lost my virginity 12 going on 13. <laughs> needless to say you know it did come with a lot of energy yeah so it wasn't a bad thing it just was a thing i've had other uh entities that have got me very introspective and you guys know me i'm loud i'm very animated and very boisterous so if you get me like
0: if you can make Be Paxton cool.
1: think you have attained something, you calm down the fucking tornado and shit, right? So what?
0: Capture <laughs> the
1: wind. So you know there, there, there's different encounters, and and when I start off, I'm like, I when I started off, not only am I doing it, but I'm also testing it. So I'm fucking going all around fucking I. And I realized ones that I do work with well and ones I don't. You know, the jinn, uh,
0: Arabic old gods. Choice. They are very
1: powerful, very forceful, very elemental. Mm-hmm. They are literally the uh, epitome of elements. So when people call quarters, right. and I won't get too much into that, but when you call quarters, uh, you realize that you are dealing with the jinn. That's the element, just raw elements. And they don't really have a lot of, uh, personality, right? They are more like,
0: so how do you build a relationship you know, with something that really is non-personable? And cause when we talk about higher thought forms, those governors and keepers of great consciousness within the all within that great mind, how do you, how do you build a relationship with either a, a thoughts, right? So when you're talking upwards, you're talking about an intangible thought an intangible being or identity, which is not bound to a human conception, but to something so, so far. But then like you've got the counter, these, these things, which are so extreme, but they are non-corporal. They're non-human. They're non-relatable to these senses. How do you build a relationship with that when they're so critical and crucial to your practice?
1: On their terms. (laughs) Well said. Well said. You know, definitely on their terms. You know, I mean, again, the analogy, how do you, uh, You know, how do you build a relationship with fire? On fire's terms.
0: (laughs) On fire's terms.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You can't go, ooh, I'm going to hug fire. Nope. On fire's terms.
0: That's right. It doesn't matter what. You're bound definitely by, by the innate nature of what you're dealing with.
1: Right. How do you deal with gravity? On gravity's terms. Stand against it.
0: Resist it? I don't know. That's interesting. That's interesting to look at it like that, especially with such kind of energies that you deal with. So let's talk about an, an, an intangible in- energy that you have engaged with. Now, obviously you can't talk about it because it's intangible. What was your what did you leave that situation with? When you you know, you, you walked through the door of oblivion as it is, and you came back. You stared into the abyss, the abyss stared back and you won the blinking competition. How did that affect
1: you? I ended up, it affected me positively because, one, I definitely mastered a lot of my own mind before I did it. Um, I wasn't, you know, oh, and you know what? No, no, no. That's actually a lie. Uh, I caught the bad end uh, uh, for a little bit because, you know, I mean, you don't teach a young Jedi the Force without him wanting to be Darth Vader and shit. So, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. I'll bend the mind. I'll choke a motherfucker I about out. i found a Literally. Like, literally, I was like, fuck, let's see what this does. Ha-ha! You know, let's see if I can actually do this shit. You know, um, when I first realized how to visit people, what do you think I did? I changed minds. I haunted fuckers. I scared jerks. I intimidated fools. I fucking, you know, I, I was being a fucking asshole. You know, um master yeah, of your universe i wouldn't necessarily say i was practicing black magic like yeah but i definitely was
0: okay but i think that's fair right so as a scientist which you are you know it is not so much a matter of like this conception of good or bad that's application you know application is did you apply it good or bad black and white and magic is a lot more about like reactivity and about constrainment and control and form because it's like, because I'll admit I youthful men, like, I'll admit Freemasonry, that was a thing that helped constrain and put a lot of order into some of the mag- magical parts. Because young me was like, no, fuck you. I, the, my law of three was uh, fuck with me and I'll fold you in three. Not not to the degree where I was it was about the universalism of mentalism, where it's like it's gonna be done back to me. I am part of them, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I understand what you mean, so It's like, not black, but just maybe volatile and unconstrained in regards to how we approach it today.
1: Right. Right. Um, I learned not to do anything with magic that you can do on your own. We were just talking about that. I love that you say that, you know, I don't go. Ooh, thought Teach me math. I go get a math book. You know, know, if I want some extracurricular fucking shit and I've pushed myself to my limit, then I invoke help. You know, I don't use a hammer to get my foot in a shoe. Dude, I can work that out. Sometimes I use a shoehorn, but sometimes I I can fit my shoe, my foot. I don't go use a shoehorn when I can actually put my shoe, my foot in my shoe. Like, why would I? I wiggle a little bit and get it in there. You know, sometimes you do need a shoehorn. You know, my Chelsea boots, I don't need a shoehorn. You know, I got some really tight ass fucking uh, uh, double monk strapped. I'm going to fucking slide my foot in there with a horn. So that analogy being, you know, I I learned the parameters of when and what they're even used for. Mm -hmm. And that's another, that's a good question way back and now. Sometimes what you have to ask yourself is, why am I doing this? Yeah. I did a lecture on astral projection. It's like, ooh, I want to astral project. And my question is, why? What are you gonna do with it for what reason mm-hmm. and a lot of that determines your intent i mean you're you're, you're, you're questioning your own intent what yeah. am I doing this for and a lot of the way you work with something, the results will be a lotly uh greatly uh, 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 uh contingent on your intention right. so you know I mean imagine. A really smart, knowledgeable professor, and you get his phone number, and you call him up, and you say, "Hey,
0: come be on and my podcast."
1: Like, you know, he's like, "All right, I am the Mister Magic Man," and you're like, "Hey, what are you doing?" He'll be like, "I'm—I don't know—I'm reading." Uh, what's your favorite color, dude? Always gonna get mad at you and hang up on you <laughs> immediately. Like, what the fuck are you asking this guy? You know, so what are your intentions? You're calling them, but what are you calling them for?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Imagine invoking your call off and going, "Hey, how
0: you doing? you doing? That's terrifying. You're cool looking. Scares
1: the shit out. of Um, you. what time is it? He's gonna go, dude. Fuck off. It's Get all time. watch. Click. Why are you calling me? So, yeah, a lot of it is your intention. You know, it's like uh. What are you doing this for? Have your motives firmly in hand. Right. Like and if that. you don't, then what you're doing is, is like start a fire. Why? I don't know. I just want to see if I can. Well, that's going to be the fire that possibly gets out of control.
0: But, okay. Well, so I like that. I like that a lot. That that particular analogy and we, we, the, the theme on fire in this discussion because that that's very well when you talk about magic i, I did a video earlier about a pressurized systems versus an uh, sorry a stable pressure system versus an unstable pressure system how when you do things right looking as nature as your your goal using the big things that are perfect because they're far bigger than your imperfect thought you're able to balance out the pressures against it far better than the pressures which you're able to defend by the focus of your conscious thought. To be honest, my thoughts right. are all over the place, all over the place. Like no amount of uh, lovely leaf or <laughs> the, the shy weed as it is helps with that. It's all over the place, and so. But when the only thought I need to have is give it to them and to they who possess the perfect thought, that's a lot easier. Like you know, one word own. God, all, whatever your word, your mantra is, that being your focus versus some crazy complicated high right that you don't understand, you're probably going to get better results.
1: Hey, Hip, I want you to answer this question. Unfiltered zero. Um, Are correspondences and rituals necessary or can it all be done mentally? That's his question.
0: That's a really good question. That's a really good question. Well, I think there's. there's, there's I liked it. That that that's a good question. That's a good question. You answering it or am I? You. Okay. Um. So with that particular one, I, I think what we look at it is there's two sides to it, right? Your world, the perspective you're perceiving it is bound by the unification of two forces, a positive and a negative. One that is bound by mentalism, by logic and reason and order, and another that is bound in emotion and effectively in this untangible connection to all things. You're perceiving that as a harmonization of these two forces. When we talk about correspondences, we're talking about things that that middle perspective has perceived and to where those perceptions lie. So when we talk about mentalism, I mean, everything is a part of the great and grand mind, but you are not the entirety of that great and grand mind. You're one part of it. So if you focus on only using mentalism, it's not that because there are some schools of thought who dedicate, you know, like years of study to pure mentalism in its manifestation. That's great, and there's a lot to it. But correspondence in the physical realm to things you physically perceive is going to have less relevance when you're you're stitching your spell together. So, when we use tools, when we use herbs, when you use elements, when you use the thing that nature, the physical byproduct like you, has placed perfectly, because they're they are like you, a part of this grand mind. The quartz, right. the stone, the the feather, the wand, the symbol, whatever it may be, the physical aspect of ritual. Is governed and crafted by nature in mirror and in reflection. That's important if you want to cause a physical change that you can see, taste, smell, fuck, any combination therein. But when you're dealing with the, the intangible change on a, on, a, on a fifth dimensional level, when you're talking about, I mean, the, the, the true root of mentalism, which is that intangible, permanent existence, the only way that you get to that is by unifying these two points. So mentalism exists there. Physicality exists here. When you bring them together, which is what ritual does, it unifies those two things together. So you get to experience that manifestation. Inevitably, right. you can take one path, you could take the other. But if you can bring them together, that's the magician. That's the magician.
1: Right. So it's like, uh, you know, my daughter, she knows I love her and I buy her gifts. But I practice all the language of love. I also give her a hug. I also say, I love you. Sometimes I text, I love you. If you have a lover and you only hug and kiss them, but you never say, I love you, is it worth less or more? Eh, I don't know. You know, but there's another element to it. So what hippie well is said. explaining is the different elements. They all say they agree with you.
0: Well, that's <laughs> incredible. Like, yep, kind of them. Bless you, bless you. Thank perfect. you, Harper HarperCreates, as well
1: for the likes. I see that going up. That helps immensely.
0: Thank you for the opportunity to That's answer. That's shit. a great question. Fucking A. Uh,
1: another guy said, where do I start as far as rituals go? Um. Well,
0: so learning from Paxton on this one um, and, and using him as our, our answer here, you start with little rituals, right? Look at the beauty of this motherfucker. Every time he goes on camera, every time you see him presented, he's put together. There are little rituals throughout your day which have immense power. Your, you know, what you wear, how you see yourself. It's the little rituals. It's looking in the mirror and recognizing your potential, your power and your beauty over the things you don't want to see. So if you want to start with ritual, start with the little things and look at nature and see how it uses little things to build big things. And then you do the same right. little things in nature to build big things. And then I think with that, you have, you'll figure it out, right? Because no big ritual is not founded off of Tiny little steps, tiny little things. And you have to know those to, yeah. You, you gotta know them to build the big ones. If you don't have the big ones, right. like, you suddenly want the weight of the tree or the shade of the tree, but you try to put that on the sapling, it'll break.
1: It takes it's time. Like, uh, imagine uh, if you guys are old enough, imagine uh, Eddie Murphy Raw, I think it was, or was it Delirious? And they show him as a kid doing jokes for the family. He's a little kid, and he comes out, and he's like, "All right." And they're like, "Ooh, Eddie, he's a funny motherfucker." And his uncle's like, "Tell one of those jokes, Eddie. Tell one." And he's like, "All right," and he does a fart joke and all that. And it's like, so you go from jokes in the living room to running routines in the mirror to maybe you're in a play to, you know, maybe a fucking spot on a TV show. Uh, Maybe you're an extra. Maybe you get one line. Next, you know, you're in a series. Next, you know, you fucking are on Netflix and you get a couple movies. So it's, you start with the little rituals in life that aren't even magic, but they are. Right. But they aren't what you're thinking magic is. You're just doing little manifestations. Uh, Here's a great example. I uh, can't believe you just brought up Raw. Yeah, so... Uh, it's a good movie. It is a good movie. I do little rituals in my day, obviously, but here's a really basic one I do. Not a day goes by, I don't put a little Easter egg in my day. Sometimes it's a, I can't wait to do this TikTok video, or I'll buy a new tie, can't wait to wear it, or there's a thing I want to do, can't wait to do it. I put little Easter eggs in my day, whether tangible, intangible, mental, emotional, sometimes it's, I'm going to call someone, or I'm going to say something, or I can't wait for this to happen, or I'm going to make this happen, or I'm going to do this, or I'm going to enjoy this, or I'm going to show you this. Like, literally, one of my Easter eggs was, hey, I can't wait to wear a t-shirt on TikTok. Uh, I know they don't usually see me in a t-shirt. I'm going to wear a t-shirt. You know what? little yeah, Easter I egg, little that. thing. Little fucking, little Easter egg, little ritual. I just created a little ritual. It's called the, uh, I'm going to go on TikTok and wear my T-shirt. And so you do these things and you're practicing doing them. And you're practicing putting intent into them and following them through and enjoying them and whatever the fuck. And so that's the baby version. Then all of a sudden you're doing a ritual of five fucking magi in a fucking temple or out in the woods. And you're bringing intent to what you're doing. You're doing it exactly, you know, and Hypnose, you know, it's like, you know, you, you guys always talk about Masonic rituals. It's like, you know, obviously I'm not going to get into them, but we're exact. We put intent into what we do. It has purpose. It's fucking woo. And the cool thing about Masonic rituals is not the most powerful ritual as far as magic goes, but it is in a certain element because there's so much history in it oh
0: god it's consistent if nothing else it's consistent people separate magic and science and that it's not like the goal is not consistent reproducible like results by being able to like just to know to see and to experience and i mm, that when it comes to freemasonry and the degrees of freemasonry and how they consistently cause this this harmony peace order harmony i'm like it's there that's the secret. It's like the recipe on the
1: back of the mac- macaroni and cheese box. Oh, shit. Someone did it over and over and over and over and over again. They felt so confident about it. They put it on the box. And then it's there. And then it's there. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll be right back. Listen to Hippie. I got to turn off my AC because it's getting cold now. All right right
0: back. Cold in California. Good God. It really is quiet. No, I think, <laughs> shit. When it talks to, like, you talk about little ritual and developing that up into more complicated ritual. Magic and science are very much the same. So the science, which goes into your phone, which goes into the world around you, the technology, the innovation, this is stacked to this is stacked innovation, stacked ideas, one on top of the other until you have a functioning machine for ritual and developing magic. Because that's the whole goal is you want to develop your own magic. Don't be practicing somebody else's. Practice yours right. and have that thing that has First. been developed by your understanding. So then when you go into somebody else's, you actually get what they're doing and why they're doing it. Otherwise, if you don't have an understanding, I, I love TikTok, but I also hate it when people get on there and like, oh, use this sigil, do this spell. I'm like, no, do this, do this. this, motherfuckers. You can't. If you don't understand every line behind that sigil, if you don't, if you don't have the codex to get how it was made, what it's going to do, you're ignorant. You have to be better. You've got to make it. You could just write, I love you on a piece of paper and stick that in your wallet you'll have far more power than some $500 love charm you built. Or you right. Like, right. Ah, sorry. Right. Gotta get a little, it grinds my No, that's huge.
1: I love that rant because that's huge. It's huge. Now you see why, uh, yeah, I'll say it. That's why you see how a lot of magis are full of shit because they're telling you Yo, wear this. It's like, dude, you don't even know what size I wear. And then also you can see why usually ones that are worth something leave it kind of vague because they can't tell you exactly what. You know what I mean? It's like, If A I give cook- you the
0: answer, I, I have taken from you. But if you discover the answer, you give in to everyone. There's, There's a, a law of
1: giving. There's a law of par- uh, polarity. There's a law of fucking, I mean, boom. We just opened up a whole fucking world right with that.
0: With those principles Holy in shit. mind, you get to build and put together your world. And that's the thing. You, you're in control. You know, like what Paxton was saying, everything around you, you have invited, called, on some level you've brought to you. You knew all of the little actions, the moments, the times that you ate that cheeseburger, that you did the thing you knew you shouldn't do. You knew, on a level, you knew, and so you contributed. You contributed, but let's right, uh, let's let's look at a beauty, right? Let the, why we would ever encourage you to do something like this? When you feel that joy in your heart, that thing which lights that fire, talking about those elements, that gin that pulls that carnal, intangible drive to do crazy shit like get on TikTok and go on live and teach hundreds of thousands of people like one guidance counselor to the universe, our Paxton Dickerson. This joy is inspired by the divine creation, the light that continues. Nature, every piece and part of nature serves that light and it serves that joy. You too. And so when you start to build your life around your joy, Around your light, you will be fucking amazed at the shit that is created in a proverbial seven days. Right.
1: I love it. That's perfect. Perfect. That's a great explanation. Everyone thinks so.
0: Well, <laughs> well, Paxton, I will. I'm afraid I have to tear off. Do back, back, back to the mortal realm of things. I wish you the highest. And the most greatest of chords. I look forward to the next opportunity to get you on our podcast to get you, so I can record these conversations again, because they are. Follow hippie,
1: follow my man. And did you did you shout out your podcast? I did, I did, and I will. You know, do it again. Do it again, freely.
0: Hippie Queen Productions over on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere podcasts are hosted. Feel free to follow. You can find if you want to discover some secrets to the guidance counselor of the universe. Go find his podcast. Go find his episode. You'll learn some shit. Be well, my brother. Love you guys. Thank you. Love Love you. Be bye. Hey, thank you for joining us and making it this far in our podcast. Remember that if you want feedback or engagement, or likewise, if you would like to contribute to the content that we create here at Hippie Queen Productions, head over to our Facebook page. Reach out. Message us. Let us know what you want to see and what kind of things you'd like to engage with. Remember as well that if you're curious, if you want to learn and grow on an esoteric or educational level, we host and teach courses over at howlingwindswellness.com and over on our website, hippiequeenproductions.com. Love you, beautifuls, so much. You really are the reason that we get to do this. We appreciate your time just listening. Be well and be blessed.